Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Yankee Stadium. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Empire 161, episode number 21. Paul O'Neill, that's right. Welcome, wow. everyone. I just noticed we are getting blocked, thanks to our boss, Steve Faraci, on Facebook. Are we really? He had an incident with Facebook, and he got banned, and it looks like one of the pages is getting banned. That's all right. Boss, if you're watching... We're not we're not going live on Pop Culture Pros, only on YouTube and our own Facebook page. So I think that's pretty Ooh. funny, actually. <laughs> I'll let him know. I'll let him know though. Uh, but yes, everybody, welcome. My name, Tim Tabala, Dank Farrick, Ed Camus, also Dank Farrick. Ed, what is going on? Not much, man. Apparently, we had the same sense of humor right before we jumped right on because I was like, <laughs> I gotta come up with something really random. Dank Farrick. I'm like, ah, not too random. He said it again, but he said it again this week, and it was real funny when he said it. So, um, yeah, man, so what's been going on? Not much. I got my new Mando hat. got my, you know, my shirt rocking this week. I'm pretty excited to get talking about this stuff. So first, the first half of our show, we have some Twib Notes. Where is it? Finally. There it is. Twib notes. Finally, we have some actual baseball news we're going to talk about real quick. Ed, take it away. Uh, we don't have the Twib music, but no? I don't, I don't, I don't have the – I'm not ready. Oh, I'm not ready. I, 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 I had too much stuff going on. I had technical <laughs> difficulties of all kinds. I didn't get a yeah. chance to load the music. But no, all right. It's, it doesn't matter. And listen, I think we'll, we'll, we'll make it through. I'll, I'll try to push through without it. But <laughs> after I, I the Twib notes – after the swim notes, I do want to ask you about a, a certain meal you had yesterday, and I would like you to share it with with our, our viewers because I think it, it's something that's important for uh, for everyone to know. Um, okay, I'll, all right. I'll so questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So last Wednesday was a big day for um, you know for Major League Baseball as the it was eight o'clock was the deadline for teams to uh, tender contracts to players that were arbitration eligible. Uh, Players that would be arbitration eligible are players with six years of or less of um, Major League Baseball service at the time. So uh, the Yankees, so pretty much they, if you tender a player, right? So you're pretty much kind of saying, hey, here's an IOU that we're going to negotiate at least a one year contract and then go from there. So what they did was they did reach deals immediately, uh, one year deals with both Luis Sessa and Ben Heller. Uh, you know, Sessa's not exactly one of my favorite Yankees, but you know, whatever, he just doesn't seem to go away. Um, Cashman loves him. Uh, but they did tender everyone else's favorite catcher, Gary Sanchez, Aaron Judge, Luke Voigt, uh, Gleyber Torres, Miguel Andujar, Clint Frazier, Gio Urshela, Chad Green, and Jordan Montgomery. Uh, all players will have the opportunity, like previously mentioned, to negotiate new deals prior to spring training. Uh, the only player that was eligible that they did not tender was uh, relief pitcher Jonathan Holder, so which he now becomes a free agent. Um, and that was pretty much that. Uh, to give you an update on Gary Sanchez, for those who are wondering, because I know a lot of fans love Gary Sanchez, uh, we mentioned a couple of episodes ago that Gary Sanchez is one of the players uh, playing in the Dominican Winter League. He has currently played three games. He's five for 11. 
which is a batting average of 454, two homers, two doubles, four strikeouts, two walks, and an OPS of 1750. For those who are watching Gary Sanchez this winter, what you do with those numbers is completely up to you. I say you take them with a huge grain of salt because there's a major league level pitching, always pitching in the Dominican leagues, but I would rather personally see him hit than not hit. So that's where it is with that. Uh, the aforementioned Gio Urshela also had surgery to remove a bone chip in his right elbow last Friday. If you remember, he was having some issues with that. He hit the IL for uh, the 10-day IL. I think he missed like 11 games, though, uh, with it over uh, the 2020 season. Uh, I know Brian Cashman had said a couple of days after the season ended that Gio would not need surgery, but he ended up opting for surgery. He continued to have discomfort um, in that elbow, so that was taken care of. The uh, recovery time for that surgery is three months, which, if you do the math, pretty much puts him out for the first half of spring training. So we'll see. Oh, I'm, I'm getting to that, Frankie. I, I am definitely getting to that. That You should know that that's not going to be left out. Uh, so that's the deal with Gio Oshella. So I, I wouldn't be – I mean, he could be ready for opening day, but we'll, we'll see what happens. What do you Wait, got? Do you, mean, do you mean fatter, Frank, or, or better? I think you, that must mean fatter if you're talking about Bartolo. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> what, what he's meaning. Listen, I would I, listen. Gary's got a little bit bigger, but he's also pretty damn strong. So I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't put him in the Bartolo Colon class quite just yet. Um, sticking with the Yankees, uh, HBO and Major League Baseball announced that they've teamed up for a documentary called "Under the Grapefruit Tree: The CC Sabathia Story," uh, which will debut on both HBO and HBO Max. On Tuesday, uh, December 22nd at 9 o'clock, uh, CC will actually narrate that and will feature behind-the-scenes footage of CC's final season in 2019. So maybe we're getting like a mini kind of last dance type thing. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be as good as the last dance because for those who saw that, that was ridiculously good. But we'll see, though. HBO usually and baseball, uh, Major League Baseball usually do a pretty solid job with their documentaries and stuff. But you will get some like behind-the-scenes stuff. I think they're going to also touch on CC's, um, you know, he was dealing with like alcoholism at one point and like back in 2015 and stuff. So they're going to go over his entire career. So I'm pretty sure they'll touch on that. And that, that should be pretty interesting. Uh, earlier today, we got news from Major League Baseball that they've informed teams to plan for not to have the universal DH in 2021. Uh, so for all you fans out there who would love to see pitchers fly a lot pitches a couple of times, uh, you know, a couple of times a game and are really excited by double switches and things like that later in the middle to late in games, you get to have that again for at least one more year. Uh, I think Tim would agree with me. We personally are all for the universal DH, even though it doesn't actually affect our team that much. But we also did lose a Ching-Ming Wong years ago running when he had to hit, when he had a run in Houston, when Houston was a National League team. So that pretty much derailed his career. So that's where it affects us. But uh, on a consistent basis, it's not going to affect us too much. But that is the deal with that. I personally don't know why Major League Baseball didn't have this decision made earlier, like before free agency started, so teams can actually sign guys to be their DH if need be. But whatever, it's out there. Um, <laughs> are we referring to the uh, – um, yeah, Tommy loves the universal DH. I mean, just like we do. But it's uh, – unfortunately, it's going to be delayed at least one more season. Um, and then the last bit is what – Frankie had uh, my cousin Frank had alluded to Philly's managing general partner John Middleton was quoted yesterday afternoon as saying, "If they offered me Babe Ruth, I wouldn't trade him." When addressing trade rumors connected to Zach Wheeler, 
Uh, he also added in, by the way, which wasn't in a lot of the headlines, he did add in Ted Williams and Mike Schmidt as well. So let me get this straight. You're not going <laughs> to trade Zach Wheeler for Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, or Mike Schmidt. Now, the only way I can see that being any what plausible is if you're talking about Babe Ruth now. Yeah, or you're talking right about now. Ted Williams literally right now. Or Mike Schmidt right now. If you're talking about any time, at any point in your playing career, you really should get drug tested. You are completely out of your mind. Like, that's ridiculous. I mean... Do you think he's just trying to deny the fact that they're having financial issues? Um, Yeah, probably. I mean, I think... He, for, supposedly, he was like... it was Buster only described it as he was, like, super angry and he was going about this. So I'm guessing he's probably just getting hit with a lot of this. You guys are going to trade. You're unloading contracts, blah, blah, blah. And then he just got pissed off and just started reeling off names that he can think of that were the most absurd things he can possibly imagine. Um, so, I, I, I don't know. Perhaps the Mets are not good at evaluating talent, Frank, but I think you would agree that you would send Zach Wheeler, you know, like his family, his firstborn, everyone else after that, and everything if you had a shot at Babe Ruth or Ted Williams or Mike Schmidt. So especially especially Babe Ruth could pitch and hit. Yes, exactly. Still in my book, can't hit. <laughs> no, as most about ninety eight percent or ninety nine percent of major league baseball pitchers cannot hit. Uh, and Mike Babe Schmidt's Ruth. a a Hall of Fame Philly, one of the greats of all time. Exactly. According and he's shitting on, and he's shitting on him. <laughs> according to Steve Moore, he bunted a home run. I let's, mean, let's come not, on now. Let's not go there. <laughs> Let's not go there. We, we can't. We can't describe that madness on the on a show. It won't happen. Especially I, with Steve not here to defend himself. But yeah, listen. Me and his brother will never let him live that down. But <laughs> he he did that, say that once. That's a story for a whole another day. Oh, that, yes. that's when we get when we have no news and no Star Wars. We'll bring that up one day. But we gotta get him on exactly. the show. He has to be able to defend himself. I, I would I would love to. I would love for him to get on here. and He, he can't explain it one-on-one, -on -one, so I would love to hear him explain it otherwise. I'd trade Wheeler for half the Yankees farm system. Exactly. We're talking about, like, New York Penn League guys or, you know, the former New York Penn League, which is a story I was thought about getting into, but then I'm like, maybe we'll save it for another time with the whole Yankees minor league affiliate situation and they're getting, you know, dealing with getting sued by the former Staten Island Yankees now, but – that's that's a whole other thing for another time. But um, yeah, as far to, as far as Swib goes, that's it. I think actually, um, Jeff Passan of ESPN was also reporting that um, the you know DJ LeMahieu's camp. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Only Steve Moore can tell you about bunt home runs by third baseman on the Phillies. I still would love to know why he chose Mike Schmidt, but but does Tommy know about doubles are better than home runs? Tommy knows all about Steve Moore's shenanigans and, okay. and talking okay. about baseball. He's fully all aware. All we need to know. All we need to know. Um, no, but Jeff Passan of ESPN was also um, dropping in some stuff that he's hearing regarding DJ LeMahieu. Um, supposedly, DJ's camp is looking for a contract at about over $20 million a year, about five years to six years. Uh, the Yankees right now supposedly are pretty much holding their ground at four years, so that's where those negotiations are. Um, he's also did report though the Yankees uh, have made DJ their number one priority to return, and DJ really wants to stay with the Yankees. So you know, I just think negotiations are just going to be ongoing. You know, DJ's like, hey, I want this. The Yankees are like, this is what we're willing to go. Bring back another contract to me, and we'll, we'll see what's up. And nobody's really been able to offer him the five or six years. 
So that's probably the stalemate that that they're at right now. Five years. Five years is too. It's, he's, he's what? Thirty what? He's thirty-two years old. He's going to be thirty-three next July. Um, yeah, that's that's five years is too much. Thirty-seven, I mean, thirty-eight years old. Personally, I would five if 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 that one year was the breaking point, I would give in and go to the fifth year. I'm not going to six years. I'm sorry. That's 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 too much. No, the steroid is this is not the steroid era. DJ's not on steroids. It, none of that's in play anymore. So guys are not awesome until they're you know like fifty years old anymore. So I go to five years at max if that one year is what it takes to get it done. But you're right, Tim. I, ideally, four years is probably where I, I would uh, apparently us and the Yankees would like to keep it at that. All right. Well, I'm hoping they get that done because I, I already we discussed it last week. I saw the Mets infield according to Met fans, and it was Lindor and LeMahieu, and, and they had everybody. Mayor, Bauer, yeah, Mike, Mike Ray Muto, Ray Muto, they had they had Babe Ruth. They had everybody. Dick Hernandez. So, <laughs> so uh, all right, so that's good for the TWIB notes this week. And we're going to move on because it is Mando Monday. And once again, I was up at 3 a.m. watching this show, which is going to happen for the last two episodes because now we just have to do it. Wow. Because I can't wait no more. Did I spell wow. it right this week? Yes, I did. But before we get into it, we have a guest, a special guest with us this week. He is one of the crew from the Just Too Sweet show. He's also a writer, reviewer on Pop Culture Pros, Mr. Gill himself, coming this week as Bert Effect. Bert, what is up, my brother? How are you? This is the way. This is, this is the, the way. way. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Okay. We didn't rehearse this. I didn't warn you ahead of time. Write okay. the Star Wars movies, all 11 of them, 1 to 11. Go. Whoa. All of them? Right, right on the okay. spot. Woo! Okay, okay, right okay, okay. Spot. I, We didn't rehearse it. I didn't give you time to learn. Do it. I didn't hear about this. Um, <laughs> Empire, Episode 4, Rogue One, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, Solo, Force Awakens. Wow. Mm. How many is that? Seven? Right? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the two latest. Yeah. Okay, okay, wait, wait. Sir, forget, it, forget, it, forget it. Okay, the, the worst. Okay, the worst one. Attack of the Clones. That's the worst one for me. Um, Attack of the Clones. The Clone. Are we counting the Clone Wars animated movie? No. Okay. No, you don't have we to count, count that one. In. We didn't count that. So okay, 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 okay. Clone, okay, Clone Wars episode two, episode one. Even though I've seen that like two hundred times, um, for the quality of it, of course. Uh, solo, not because it's poorly made, but because it didn't need to be made. But I thought the movie was okay. Um, then we get into episode six, Return of the Jedi, is one of the original trilogy that I've seen the least that I go back to the least. Like, it's fine, but it's, for me, it's you know, whatever. Um, episode four, then that's five, boom, then Last Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, episode four. Yeah, I'm forgetting one. There's three more, right? This is hard. It's hard it's okay, no, my bad, my bad, my bad. Okay, so well, let's put it this way: there's three trilogies, two extras. That's all yes. you need to do. So you said Empire, New Hope. You said Empire's your number one. Empire's my number one. Yes. That new New Hope you said, right? New Hope, yeah. Okay. That's new two. Hope. Okay, Empire, New Hope, Rogue One, 
Last Jedi, Force Awakens. Last Jedi is that high, huh? Which one? Last Jedi is that high? I like it a lot. Okay. I'm not going to judge I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I defend The Last Jedi. <laughs> I'm saying that right now. I defend The Last Jedi. Hey, Jedi. listen, I defend me. The Last Jedi, too, but you I don't have that on. on my Twitter, <laughs> at MrTJC23. Uh, I, I, I support that movie. Okay. Um, but, yeah, the worst, the worst three for me is probably Episode 1, 2, and Episode 9. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, like the Don't apologize. There's no apologies here. Dude, you don't have to apologize for anything. Just go with <laughs> yeah. it. It's all film subjective, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we've been talking all year about what well, we had. We'll, we'll be talking all year about this thing. So what do you think about this season so far, Bert, before we get into this episode? I've been loving it. Um, just my quick thoughts, like overall for season one, I thought it was probably the most important thing that's come out of Star Wars in a while. Just overall, the first season of the show and how what it was done and the, the hype behind it and everything that happened and Baby Yoda and all the cute stuff that he does. It's just storyline. Then, you know, the bounty hunter stuff. Love it, love it, love it. Season two, I had a feeling, you know, there were rumors for a while that there was going to be, you know, Bo-Katan and um, uh, Ahsoka and, you know, Boba Fett and all these characters. And But I'm loving that it's not being forced, that it's more of a natural a natural turn in the way the story goes. But um, but I'm loving it so far, and I, I'm I'm excited that I don't know what's gonna happen in the next two episodes. I have an idea what's gonna happen, but you know we'll see. And I will be up at three o'clock in the morning on Friday to watch that. Like I am <laughs> well, we haven't been talking about it, but we are gonna get that Avengers moment. They already gave it away. Oh no, we're of course, get of that, course, of course, we're getting that Avengers moment because he's he's already recruiting. He's already I'm recruiting. Hyped. Oh my god! And he's looking to bust Bill Burr out of prison, so you know that's yeah. gonna be. Here come the super friends. And uh, let me ask you again. I I already know, but just for the viewers' sake, what did you think of the last episode? Also, oh the 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 Ed Ed Diamond Ed. Oh Diamond Ed. Oh sorry sorry sorry. Oh yeah, we chatted about it, dude. It was it was phenomenal. I see Tim uh, Tommy's dropping some stuff here. What was it? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll get Tom. Tom is a big Yankees and Star Wars guy. This show is like tailor made for him. yeah, we could chat about that at some point. I thought that'd be a good topic of conversation, but I, I thought the episode was great. It was 32 minutes, but it was like every there wasn't a second wasted on it. So it was, you know, action packed. And also for such a short episode, it dropped some serious shit in there. I mean, Boba Fett, which I mean, every Star Wars fan loves, but I will say though, and I'll throw it out here to you guys and not rehearse what you mean, Tim, at all, is that I think, Tim, I think we talked about this in the past though that Boba Fett's a really cool-looking character and gets by on a lot of things that are alluded to with him, like suggested about him, his look. But in this episode, we actually got to see him do it. Like, we got Mm -hmm. to see him kick serious ass, like John Wick style, and he went ahead and was busting up stormtroopers like we've never seen happen before, not even close. Yeah. I mean, he was shattering fucking helmets. I'm sorry. I don't want to... Dick Farrick is what we should drop in for, like, the cursing over there. But, like, he's busting open helmets left and right, man. So Boba Fett gaff- finally lived up to the hype. With a gaffy opinion. stick, no less. He had a gaffy yeah. stick from a Sam person, which was awesome, which was one of those little nuggets that you're like, oh, that's cool. But you know one thing I was laughing at, and I, I hope they fix it. Of course they're going to fix it because he didn't have time to completely change his clothes. But the half Boba Fett, half hermit, gosh, I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> I, I think you should do it. I think you should stick with it. No, 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 no. He got the one chest piece, the one knee, and the helmet. 
and the rest is the, the floating robot. I was like, all right, that's that's great for now. But I hope he gets his jumpsuit back, his Michael Myers jumpsuit, and puts the front <laughs> the armor over it. <laughs> it looks real weird having that on there. Um, all right, so let's jump into this episode. Uh, we'll run through it real quick, and so we'll talk about Easter eggs and all the good stuff. Uh, it starts, of course, with Hysterical, the new Abbott and Costello, the new tag team, the new Buddy Cops. Uh, we got Grogu. the Mando and, and, and Grogu. Grogu running through the uh, – flying their way to Typhon, and uh, him – Teasing him about the force, not teasing him, but trying to get him to to do the force and take the ball and take the fall. Finally, does it? Gets his little ball. Thank Ferrick. He's all happy. He's telling him how special he is. He's gonna miss the kid. You know he's gonna miss him. But he wants. But he he knows he can't take care of this kid. Um, I have a feeling. I'm telling you right now, this kid. This kid's not gonna end up in a good way. <laughs> he's not gonna die. They're not gonna kill him. He's not dying. He's not dying. Maybe not. But he's not going to end up in a good way. That's all I'm saying. If he dies, the internet will cease to exist. <laughs> they, will, <laughs> they will not forgive that. No, little little girls and children. Oh will have my their god! <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right. So they get the Typhon. Typhon, by the way, is probably their first Easter egg that you want to talk about. Typhon goes all the way back to the Darth Bane series of books. Yes, sir. Um, it was first mentioned there as a Jedi planet, very strong. Uh, very full of Jedi. That temple that they went to is very powerful. Um, it's, one the, it's one of the first early temples, I believe. Yeah, and that's yeah. when they were the Jedi. J E D apostrophe A I I, and they and they lowered it. Um, he puts he so he puts he puts you know the kid on the on the thing, and then immediately the Force shield comes up. Whatever. Well, it wasn't it wasn't you, immediately. It was. Well, you know like, what I mean. I mean, I think they dropped. I said they would fly with the windows open. I thought that was a cool. Yeah, that was awesome. taking the jetpack down. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. So I love I, I love I love too how Ben was like uh it's like okay, we're here. Do do the uh, do the Jedi thing. Yeah, do the yeah. thing. And he was looking for like a, an yeah, off switch like a, or something like so, that. So what happens? What happens now? Uh, what's do going you on? feel it? Do you do feel you anything? Feel like what, yeah. what's uh-huh. going on? <laughs> so he finally was said the kid finally falls in his little trance and he looks up in the sky and what does he see? A very, very familiar ship to all us nerds. And that is, of course, Boba Fett's ship Slave One. Slave which, one. by the way, I, I scream when this when when that shit <laughs> passed by. The, mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm watching this like at three in the, three o'clock in the morning. I was like, "Oh, shit. it's a Slave One." But now, well, now here's now here's my question, though. I hope they're going to have to answer all these questions. Boba Fett goes into the Sarlacc pit, so we have mm-hmm. to assume Slave One is still at Jabba's palace somewhere. Uh, parked around somewhere. Yeah, parked around somewhere. So we don't know. Where he was, how long he was in the Sarlacc pit? Did he come out immediately? Was he in there a couple days? We don't know. According to the Robot Chicken, he was only in there a couple weeks or whatever. So that was funny. Anyway, he gets out, and Slave One just happened to be sitting there. Why didn't he just get up and take off? Why did he spend all these years on Tatooine wandering around like a hermit? Well, Tim, I think we're going to get that answer in this yeah. uh, Boba Fett uh, miniseries that's being talked about so much. Oh, I hope I'm so, assuming that's, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. To me, it doesn't. Make, to me, it doesn't make sense just because if he had his ship, he could take off anytime he wants and leaves. But yeah. meanwhile, why is he hanging around in the desert of Tatooine, which nobody should ever do because it's a disgusting planet? Why was he hanging around for? Was he just looking for that armor for all those years? Well, not thirty years. I'm sorry, six years. Yeah, yeah so remember, it hasn't been that far. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, been been a couple, it's only been a couple years. So it's interesting. He might have been in that Sarlacc two, three years. We don't know. I hope we find out. 
in that mini in that Boba Fett miniseries. Tough, tough. That's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be a weird thing. Uh so he finally says he's gonna defend him. He runs down, and who do we see? There he is himself, Tamira Morrison, revising his role as well, Django Fett, as, really. As the, <laughs> the my favorite line of the episode, as a man making his way across the galaxy. Which very, copied Django, which copied Django episode two. That was very good. Mandalorian. Uh, except he's all he's all he's all dead pulled up. His yeah. face is yeah. all screwed up. And he tells him, I want my I want the armor. He told me if you want this my armor, armor, you gotta peel it off my dead body, which is awesome. Very I'm sorry, this show is like the greatest western ever made. They gotta get Clint Eastwood on this show. That would just solidify wow. it. Maybe the the direct. Yeah, that'd be crazy. It would solidify it. I'm telling you right now, it would solidify right. the show as the greatest Western ever made. That's all it is. Just get off my lawn, though. Exactly. <laughs> have my hands hiked up to his nipples. Mm-hmm. Get off my lawn, Grogu. It'd That's be it. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so then we find out that Boba Fett himself is not alone. He has our old friend. What's her name? Say her name. Fennec Shan. Yeah. All right. She's awesome. Uh, she's up on so the hill. Happy, I was so happy that she that she didn't die because now, 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 now we found out that. Back in season one, yeah, that the person walking up to her was Boba Fett. That yep. saved her, which, that which, saved her which life. we all knew, which it wasn't confirmed, but everybody well, kind of had a I honestly didn't one. know because I didn't hear, I didn't think that they were going to bring Boba Fett in until later. But I, I was, I always thought that that was going to be somebody else. I didn't think that was going to be Boba Fett, but I mean, it fits in the story, so yeah, I didn't That's think Fennec did. was, yeah, I didn't think Fennec was dead though. I pretty much, no, no, when no, you're yeah, gonna yeah, cast somebody, didn't know yeah. who, who was going to be the one that saved her. Yeah, yeah, you cast something like that for a role. Because Ming-Na Wei, you know, I'm a big Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan. and So am I. She was great on that fucking show. Oh, yeah. And And I'm so happy. Star Wars nerd, too. Yep. Yep. I knew her before she was on S.H.I.E.L.D. as a, like, like just a Star Wars nerd. There was a show on VH1 called When Star Wars Ruled the World a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Back in the way back. I think back when the special editions came out. She was on that show Mm. looking Beyond young and hot, beyond young and hot, man. I'm like, who is this? I'm like, who is this girl? She was also on Two and a Half Men out of, and was one of like Charlie's random girlfriends, which I didn't realize until was yeah, no people on that show. Oh yeah, no, there's tons of people like in and out of that show and everything, and like I caught that I caught up on that show on like reruns, and then I remember I was just watching it one day. I'm like, oh shit, look, it's it's Agent May. She dated Charlie Harper. Hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, because I was I ended up I said, You remember that show that, that Star Wars I went on YouTube. I was like, Let me, I want to watch that. I haven't watched that in a long time. And there she was. Meanwhile, I'm like, holy shit, it's it's Agent May. And she yeah. was young. And the first thing she said was, When I was a kid, I was gonna marry Luke Skywalker. So when she got cast, I was like, Oh, another yeah. another Star Wars nerd getting her wish Perfect. to be on Star Wars where she's she's gonna she's gonna do the best she can. And I thought mm-hmm. that was awesome. She's not full robot, she just got this little robotic this band that kind of yeah, that kind of keeps her together, which I That's thought was cool. pretty freaking awesome. Um, up to this point, you guys have any hidden hidden Easter egg surprises that you guys noticed? Mine is coming up in the, in the battle right after this. <laughs> Bert, what about Not you? Either. Anything you noticed so far? All right, so let me move on. All right, move on. The, the, the conversation between the Boba Fett and, and, and the Mandalorian yeah. was fantastic. It was just two yeah. guys, you know, you take the vows, and he explains that Django... Well, he says, first of all, I don't, I don't follow anybody ever, which was kind of awesome too, because that's that's what Boba Fett should have been. And I said hold that on, was Boba Fett's big mistake. But hold on, didn't this ha- didn't that conversation take place after the fight, the crazy fight that we got though, when the the, uh, the stormtroopers came down? 
No, it wasn't the first part though. He's talking about the arm. Not that not when he shows him the no, code. No. Oh, okay, no, that's that's after. Yeah, yeah. the first. Yeah, no, I thought was... I thought both parts of the conversation happened after, but never mind. No, Go no, ahead. No. Yeah, no, the Go first ahead. part was him explaining. You know, you, did you take the vows? And he said, I don't. I don't take vows. I don't follow anybody. That arm has belonged to my father. Oh, well, your father was a foundling. Now, a foundling just means he was rescued by the Mandalorians, just mm -hmm. like Din. But he's not exactly a Mandalorian, even if he, yep. he never took the vows. So technically, Django is, but isn't a Mandalorian, which explains why well, he pops his helmet off all the time. Mm -hmm. He didn't take well, the vows. We'll get to that later, but there was that was a big part of, like, for canon, like, canon-wise with Boba Fett, that was a big thing that people have been debating. If he is a Mandalorian or not, and we pretty yeah. much got the confirmation in this episode that he is. Yeah. Well, also too, you got to also. If you look, as I said back, I don't know how much you were into Legends, Bird, or how much you were back in the day before Episode Two, Attack of the Clones. Boba Fett had a completely different background. Mm -hmm. He had a different name. He had a different. Well, his original name was supposedly Jasta Mareel, and the planet yeah. he was from was called Concord Dawn, which they later brought up in the Clone Wars, which again was fantastic. But his original name, I used to, I changed it to Justin Muriel too. I, I I dumped the dank ferric down there. But yeah, and he was from Concord Dawn, and he was this and that. Mm -hmm. And supposedly Boba Fett took that name. Uh, I don't know. It's, but so the Clone Wars came along, they changed it. Episode two came along, they completely changed his background, which they're allowed to do. Yeah. And I said the Clone, Clone Wars, he had a lot of stuff about Justin Muriel. who's actually like one of the greatest Mandalorians ever. He led them into the rebellion, and he is from Concord Dawn, and blah 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 blah. And that he's also the one who rescued Django. So technically, yeah, he is Mandalorian. He's a founder. Yeah. So yeah, who's just bothering me? Okay. Um, all right. So they're in the middle of their conversation, and and uh, Boba Fett says, "Look, I'll make you a deal. I'll make sure nothing happens to that kid, but I want my armor back." And just as that's getting underway, here it comes, baby. Here comes two fully equipped armored well, battle. No, one, 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 one initially. Oh yeah, if the first one yeah, came one on first. Yeah. And uh, and now one of the coolest back so this is one of the coolest battle scenes ever. And again, this is the kind of solidifies that stormtroopers can't hit shit. But what are you gonna they do? Really you're, fighting two you're fighting a Mandalorian. Well, see, don't forget, Din took off to protect the child, so it was only Boba Fett and, and Jaina. Shut up! And it only took her. I'm sorry about that. It only took Din and Fab by that they were fighting by themselves against this whole trooper of and they waxed the shit out of these stormtroopers. You guys talk for a second. Go ahead. I'm having an issue here. Talk. No, I got I to gotta mute my mic. No, well, Boba right. Fett was like, that's what we were talking about. He was whooping ass like John Wick over there, like yeah. taking all these stormtroopers out left and right. And they've hammered I mean, it home pretty hard on this show that stormtroopers can't hit shit. But you know, what, whatever. What, what, um, what I'm loving about this is that with every episode, you don't, I mean, unless you, unless you know the director's work, mm -hmm. you don't really, you don't know, have no idea who's directing the episode until the end. Exactly. Until it finishes. Yeah. With this, with the action, I had forgot. I had forgotten that Robert Rodriguez had uh, taken a picture with Baby Yoda and was announced as one of the directors for the season. Yeah. As soon as this whole sequence started, I'm like, oh, I know who directed this episode because the action in this was incredible. Like the, the yeah, way that Boba, the way that Boba used the used the stick to like mm -hmm. destroy. Like we've seen stormtroopers get destroyed before, but yeah. the way that like though I, I I think it was the last shot. The last sequence, um, he dragged it in the dirt and it like slammed it and hit the guy up and like he, he did. Not only you finish the shot, but like you go back and you see the stormtrooper on the floor and he's just like completely caved in. 
uh, like yeah, it was all mangled up and everything. Yeah, wow. Like if if that wasn't saying like, hey, you know, for those of you questioning the toughness and why Boba Fett is so awesome, this is why. Mm-hmm. And that was even before he got his armor back, which yeah, I you know they it I saw it coming a mile away. The you know then coming back in after trying to get the 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 child out from the 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 Jedi the Force the Seeing Force stone. Room. Yeah, and uh, you know him and a him and a and uh damn what's her name and Ming Na Wei. I'm gonna just use her because I remember her. <laughs> I don't remember her Fennec, name. Fennec. 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 There you go. Yeah. yeah. But when Fennec and Fennec and Din are fighting off the stormtroopers, and then you just see the the Fermal detonator go off, and then uh-huh. Fett just drops down. Perfect shot, perfectly framed. Stormtrooper turns around. Boom. I when I tell you, I lost my shit watching this. <laughs> I lost my shit. This was so good because they because in the in the original trilogy, they only showed certain things that he did. Obviously, one because of limitation at the time for what you can do. Yeah, and also because of uh, uh, the time the character has on screen, but the shot of him using the knee rockets from his knees—that's something that's directly from the books, which is awesome. And him, you know, taking out the two transporters with the rocket the same way that Buddy did in Episode One, mm-hmm. and that turnaround shot when, when he turns around and like it crashes—it's just like yes, like this is awesome. Western. It's a Western. So good. So good. Cool and guys don't look at explosions. I, and I love how um. I love how the internet uh, kind of fat shamed uh, Boba Fett, like fat Boba <laughs> with the armor. <laughs> but it's like, come on, guys. But honestly, though, like I, I know 100% that Tamora Morrison did all those fight scenes by himself. Like you can tell because that yeah. guy, legend and the legend and like choreography and like, you know, uh, very physical scenes. Very, very game for that. And that was yeah, awesome. I'd like to be that fat. I'd like to be that fat, fat as him, right? Give me a break. <laughs> I think I said it had more to do with the tight chest plate and the flowing robe. It kind of gave him a little more. I think it's I think it's used to because we haven't seen we've only seen Boba Fett like with uh, with that type of color under the armor. We haven't mm-hmm. seen it with like other type of material, so it looks weird. So it's like oh, it looks like it looks like it's not um because remember armor is just like it's just like the elbow, the chest. It's not the whole thing. Like he just yeah. wore white because it it, it flowed better. That's why I think yeah, it's just, it it's just a jumpsuit with a chest plate, a helmet, and knee pads. Yeah, like when you really yeah. look at it. Well, and he, also did the, uh, he, he did the pose too, like he was like like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's sick, so good. Well, I'll tell you though, we we did see this guy. I mean, I'm sure you, I know Tim Story, but I uh, in Aquaman, he was in Aquaman. He was yeah, Aquaman's yeah, pops, yeah. and he, I mean, he didn't look too like. I didn't think he looked fat. He looked kind of you know kind of built. Yeah, and I'm saying like good, he's, he's in good shape for his age. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good. That's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, go. that's so he looked like he could definitely hold his own, and like you were saying, he looked like he did his own stunts. And I also forgot that Robert Rodriguez was doing an episode this season. And I and I love like you know Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico and all mm-hmm. of that, like you know El Mariachi and everything. Like I, I've seen those movies, and I love his action. Even yeah. like Planet Terror is wacky as hell, but I mean it's Spikes. you know Spikes you can see. I, I did not. I have not seen Spy Kids. I'm not a Spy Kids guy, but I, I know he. I know he's done it. I'm aware he's yeah. he, he's done the stuff. But um, yeah, he. There was also one thing in that battle though, where Fennec turns around and does this like falling away shot, which she was an Easter three, egg. It's the, it's the 360 no scope. Yes. The jump. 
Yes. What? From that but was that was sick. an old that was an old to Desperado when they he uses that yeah, shot yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in that as well. So that was where Robert Rodriguez threw in that little Easter egg, which I recognized immediately and thought was awesome. And very Hawkeye is too for Avengers, don't forget. He did the same thing. Yeah. 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 So I mean it's, yeah, just so another, it's just another it's just another way for stormtroopers to get fucked up. Like that boulder, yeah. like when the guy was shooting the boulder, I'm like, just stop, just just let it come and just just take, just take it. Yeah, and I like I like the lead stormtrooper who kept saying, "Go, go, go, go." He's like, go, he's like, go, go. go. And then then he, then he goes, go, and he realizes he's by himself. And he's the guy that got <laughs> smashed. In the face. He turns around. There's Boba Fett with the gaffy stick. Wham! He just see <laughs> chunks of helmet. I was like, oh my god! I wanted to yeah. scream too. Like I said, it's three <laughs> in the morning. I can't scream and wake up the whole house up. Uh, but I mean, it was it was it was like a lifelong dream come true. But it's true now. People can say Boba Fett is a badass. Stop saying he's not a badass. Yeah, Anyone the, who read the books, though, in the comics, and, no, no, and, and no, of course, legend yeah, would yeah. know he's a badass. But it's the same thing as Luke. When you really when you really break it down, is Luke a badass in the original trilogy? No. It's really not when you really think about it. I, I agree with you to an extent, but but when he the way he shows up at Java's palace in the beginning of Jedi, yeah. you kind of have this feeling where they're all like, "Oh shit!" And I'm like, "All right, it's it's this guy." So let's just you know, let's just it's alluded to. It, it is alluded to, but I, I'll agree with you. Tommy's comment did phrase it perfectly, and it's kind of what I had said to Angie was like, "It's like Ro Vader and Rogue One," you know. In, in Rogue One, we got that scene at the end, which was a reshoot scene thrown in at the last minute, which was yep. incredible to thank know God, that that wasn't even God originally planned. That. Yeah. Thank God and I was watching that. Rogue One the other day again, Me and too. I saw, like, yeah, he's whooping ass, and we saw, like, super, you know, intimidating evil Vader just lighting people up, and that's what they gave us in this episode of Boba Fett. You know, like, we got to see exactly how badass he could be on screen. And, hey, you know, it doesn't make sense, too, with this thing. be more. Yeah, yes, but one thing that makes sense about that when you're bringing right. up that part, they went back and asked Disney, you know, can we put this scene in here? And they're like, yeah, of course, you know, all right, we're gonna do this Vader scene where he's kicking ass and chopping people in half. And then they're like, you know, by the way, can, can we kill everybody off? They're like, of course, kill yeah. everyone. Like, what you, and they're like, we can. They're like, yeah, kill everyone. How are you gonna explain where all these people are? In yeah. episode four, don't forget episode four starts right after Rogue One. How do you explain where the rest of these guys are? You yeah. can't. So you know what? You kill them all. So I don't know how. I don't know how one way Disney did this, and one day they did that. I don't know. It's a weird thing, but that's a whole other story too. Let's get back to the Mandalorian because it's, yeah. it's the best, the best thing going today right now. Um, well, well, guys, oh, to answer Tommy's question before we move forward, though, he's asking, well, you know, will they explain why Boba Fett saved Fennec? Like, oh, yeah, what, what was the real Whoa. motivation for that? Besides him needing, did he feel like he needed a sidekick, like a sharpshooter, to help him out with whatever it is that he's trying to do? He probably, he probably needed her because if if I'm assuming that he was there at the end when he saved her, he mm -hmm. probably saw what happened between her and Mando, and the other, and the hey Mando and the other guy, uh, Bobby Cannavale's kid. Mm -hmm. Um, so obviously. He probably helped her and then was like, hey, this is a Mandalorian. Maybe he knows, you know, where my armor is. Da, 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 da. And mm -hmm. then, hey, I could work. Hey, can you, I'll work. I'll save your life. Because that's another thing, too. So Boba, in this episode, you know, because most people, when they when they think of Boba Fett, they go, oh, he's evil. Like, he's not evil. He's more, yeah. he has a very, very strict code, uh, more of a reciprocal type of thing. Like, in this episode, like with Fennec, mm -hmm. he's like, hey, 
I saved your life. Um, now, Fennec's you like, but Fe- yeah, Fennec, Fennec is also respectable too. Like, okay, you're in, I'm in your debt, and the yeah. same thing happens in this episode. At the end, where we got the awesome reveal of the dark of the dark troopers, yes, which was sick. Mm-hmm. Seeing that in live action, that I mean, props to ILM te- uh, ILM Television for doing this, for because the effects on this show are like Top there's punch. no blemish. When I, even it doesn't even feel weird, like you know, you watch CGI, you see some CGI sometimes it looks out of place or mm-hmm. it looks too dull. Like everything on this show, it looks perfect. But when they come, no, no, wait, when they, did you watch the making of on Disney Plus of this? I watched show? all of them. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, that was how crazy. awesome is that screen though? Yeah, it's not just a like oh, a yeah, green that bubble. The screen yeah. goes all the way around the it's like a, it's room. A, it's a whole it's a whole circle. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. And like you mm-hmm. said, you look like they're in they're in the desert. No, they're not. They're in a goddamn studio somewhere. Yep. They look yeah. like they're on Typhon. Like they build yeah. the actual sets that they're on. Yeah. That they're gonna use, but more or less the whole environment is all Unreal Engine, which is awesome. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out to Eric. Eric. What's up, Eric? <laughs> well, absolutely. For sure. Ta- absolutely. Tommy, this no the super question the about super, it. Super, the super friends are getting together. The band's getting back together. Yeah, we're getting we're getting everybody in these last two episodes. I have a feeling, but I think I don't think Ahsoka is going to be in there though. Really? Because I, I I don't think so. I think her episode was just a one off for her. I I, I don't think because she really has nothing to do with the main story. No, we're definitely going to get right. Bo Katan. We'll probably get yeah, the yeah, owls. Sure. We'll get the night owls. We're going to get Bill Burr back, which is hysterical. Yeah, he, was, Mayflower. he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Old he was one, fantastic. Tatooine having a couple drinks. Uh, <laughs> and then we're going to get, we got Gina Carano. Obviously, we make it Apollo Creed. We don't know. Yes, I'm calling them by their fake names. But <laughs> instead, we're going to have an all-star team going after this kid. And once they find out yeah. they have the Darksaber, oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be on mm-hmm. big time. Yeah, so I think these last two episodes are going to be So crazy. that's the next thing we can get into. So when I, when, I, when I initially saw the title of the episode, I was like, oh, here we go. The tragedy. This is gonna be this is this something bad's gonna happen here, and mm-hmm. they f- they flipping destroyed the dang ferric razor crest. That was heartbreaking because that ship yep. like that's like the heart of the show. I mean, besides the kid, but you know the ship and you know especially Din's relationship with the ship and this whole this season in particular, how it, it was like almost got destroyed and he fixed it. Well, he barely fixed it, and then mm-hmm. finally fixed it. Went to this planet to do this mission. Was gonna go out to you know to get the child, and they just oh let me just this is up the ship. That's just like wow, like that's heartbreaking. And of course, you know, the ball is still there. Of course, you found the ball, that, which, which was great. And if, and the best car staff, obviously, hell yeah, he's gonna need that. So I'm, yeah. I'm hyped for that. But hey, like like we said, the um, like we mentioned earlier. So then we have the scene where Boba Fett literally shows him, which I love. I didn't know that that. That was something that was in his armor. That he actually had like a encoding that said, "Hey, you know, this has been in my family for twenty five years. My father was a foundling." His actually, was it was it was translated. You know, the the nerds translated it. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm I, just saying, I, like, I'm, I, I didn't know that, but I'm saying, yeah. like, the 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 concept. Like, I didn't know yeah. that he could do that with that, but that was cool. Because listen, I remember that Mando Mandalorian is a different language than Orobesh, mm-hmm. which is the Star the Wars English. Yeah, yeah, which I which I. I don't know it, but I've, I have some of it tattooed on my body, for Christ's sake. But, uh, yeah, Oro, I mean, Mandalorian is a completely different language, and the mm-hmm. nerds are out there, 
and they did it. They're, they're and it says there. right on it, it says Jasmine Real, Concord Dawn, Mandalorian, Boba Fett. I was like, wow, they went out and really did their homework. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was it's nuts that they did that. Um, anyway, yeah, so we'll get back. We'll say they win the battle. It's pretty awesome. The Razor Crest gets destroyed. Boba Fett tells him, you know, hold on, said, then we see the dark troopers come out of the ship. Iron Man style. They should have played ACDC. <laughs> those things got released. How did you not play ACDC when those ships are when they're coming down? Because that's what it looked like. It looked like the Stark Stark suits. So I mean, it was it was a badass. But yeah, those guys came out from a video game. Like I said, you got to give credit to Filoni. You got to give credit to John Favreau for bringing all these guys out from a video game from a from an old forgetted video game. They're bringing crap out of here. Ninety five before graphics yep. were graphics. Yeah. So imagine that, and uh, yeah. So the child heartbreakingly gets taken. I knew it was coming. You knew it was mm-hmm. coming. Kid's going down. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, betting on it. Well, continue, continue with the episode there because there, there was more <laughs> than what we saw later on with the child. Oh yeah, his own. yeah. Which yeah, which was which was I was actually physically laughing out loud. We'll get to that part. <laughs> so anyway, so like you said, Boba Boba Fett shows him the codec. Tells him, you know, you know, this is in my armor. I'm not just bullshitting you. You know, my father was this, that, found like Mandalorian. Yeah, we're all good. Um, and I will help you get the kid back. He says, no, you don't have to. He says, no, I do have to. I promise yeah, you, I'm if you get my in my in armor, your, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in your debt. So now you got them three teaming up. Awesome. He goes to see Gina. He goes to see Gina Carano. Says, I need your help. She's like, well, you know, I'm kind of like a, a badass and you know, New Republic chick now. I don't. Know. But he says, well, they got the kid. Boom, the kid's gonna pull all the heartstrings. On everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now you yeah. know she's getting involved. So right there, you know, you got you got four, you got four, you got a force, you got the four horsemen right there, ready to go after this kid. We're gonna <laughs> see who else is coming. And again, you flash ahead to the Star Destroyer, if that's what they're calling them. We have to call it the Star Destroyer anyway. Yeah. And Moff Gideon, who was very giddy, got that kid very happy, sees the kid, and when those doors open, I could not stop laughing. That was all so you funny. see is stormtroopers. Psh, Getting bounced off the walls, and 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 Grogu's little hand, just just yeah. chucking him back and forth. But you can see, you know what's great too? You can see him getting tired. You can yeah. see it's taking a lot of out of him, and he's just and Gideon's sitting there laughing, laughing hysterically. These two troops behind him, like, did we shoot this thing? And he's like, no, yeah. no, 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 relax and boom, boom, yeah. bouncing them off the wall. And finally, that one big, but they slam I mean, together. That's, I mean, that's a that's that's a common thing though. Grogu constantly he can't use the force for too long. Yeah, that's that's been the thing since season one. He uses it for mm-hmm. maybe a couple minutes, or unless he does something really powerful, and he just like it's so because it, everything he does is so cute. Oh my god! <laughs> like even when he's tired, he's like, yeah. and he yeah. lays falls down, over, and like, falls oh, over, and goes to sleep. Yeah, well, and they put handcuffs on him. How sick is that? I know like, they had you handcuffs. Know gonna, you know that's going to be the next. Do you know that's going to be the next Funko Pop? Uh, handcuffed yes. Grogu. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like I said, G- Gideon rolls up on him and tells him, that took a lot out of you. You just want to take mm. a little nap now, don't you? Like, all oh, oh, arrogant. so sleepy. Mm. And he says, he whips out the dark suit, but you want this, huh? Kind of like yeah. you want this, don't you? Kind of like the Empress said, you want this, don't you? Like, you, uh, want, it, think, you want to I, take I a shot at me. A, I think that's a that's a thing, too, that he's trying to get him to. Because, I mean, Ahsoka mentioned it, you know, if – if Grogu, fragile. if, if yeah. Grogu gets detached, it's gonna it might end up going really bad for him. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be more susceptible to going the dark to going dark. Yeah. Um, and I think and Grogu I think, wanted that I, dark and saber. I, and, yes. Yeah, and I think Moff Gideon knows that. I think he is knowledgeable in the Force a little bit, 
not like he knows, not like he has the force, but that he knows of it and he knows, you know, the meanings behind the stuff. Bert, no Boston accent, please. <laughs> and okay, send me my hero. That is all. Thanks, Eric. You know, you know, you know, I got you Thank back. You, you know, you you know the deal. <laughs> By the way, big announcement coming tomorrow. The Joe Sweet Show, big announcement. So we'll be ready for that too. Ooh. Um, so. He uh yeah, so he knows his kid passes out. And the funny thing is, they knock him out. Like, let's put him to sleep. What do they knock him out with? The good old stun gun that we yes, haven't sir. seen since episode four, the circle. Yep. And I saw that, I was like, yeah, blue, I, yeah I wasn't happy about circle. that because just because it was a little circle that knocked out Princess Leia all the, the way back in the floor. Yeah, and then they say then they cuff him. And they yeah. had little tiny cuffs. Just happened to have little child side. I'm glad cuffs. they had those in stock. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you right? know what? They were they were laser cuffs, so maybe they I, can I'm adjust them. I'm busting shops, of course. It's a- <laughs> maybe they can adjust them to, to, to fit the little hands. Just fit the little hands. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's how that episode ends with Gideon with a big, huge smile on his face. Shit's about to get real. We know four people are going after him. We don't know who else he's going to recruit. Uh, like I said, they're going to try to bust out Mayfield now. Uh, will Mayfield bust out his other two buddies? Well, they go that vicious bitch, the the Twi'lek, and the big giant freak. We don't know. Uh, they might not be as friendly as Mayfield. I don't think so. Yeah, they might not be as they might not be as receptive as Mayfield might be. Yeah. Being a human I was, and all. I was surprised that that he was that he was going to even get him out because I'm like, that's like you have bad blood there. Like you literally left them in the Republic. Bus- hey, business is business. That's business is business. You see, now that, that's another thing that I, I just want to say too. That in this scene, in this oh, excuse me, in this season, it's been more of a theme of Din becoming less and less um, hesitant with people. Like he's being more open to working mm-hmm. with people yeah. and saying, you yeah. know, and talking with them and not just shooting first, asking questions later. Which I mean, it's fine if you're just bounty hunting, but you know, now he's you know asking like, hey, you know what? Maybe I can get something out of this, so you know, I can. Not just do everything on my own because he's learning to yeah. trust people more. Well, the Mandalorians aren't a friendly bunch, and they're not a they're not a trusting bunch. So you can see why he might be going a little bit, a little slow. This yeah. what this look, look at the face. Course, look what that face does to people. <laughs> yeah, people all over the world are dying because of this face. Hungry imagine ass, this guy. Imagine he Jesus. dies. What's going to happen when he dies? <laughs> What's so, Tim, gonna happen, Tim? I think I honestly I think this was your Empire Strikes Back episode that you were looking for, because mm-hmm. I mean they Moff Gideon essentially did win this episode. You know the you know the Empire. No, if you it, want to call it that, they did. It's not enough. I'm just saying. I I it's think this enough. is as far as it's going. I I don't think they're getting any further. Than if that. the next episode gets just a little bit more darker, I think then the, maybe. I think the then maybe. I think the next episode is probably going to be a two parter for the finale. I, I want darker. Someone's got to go. Someone's got to go. Whether it's Apollo we'll Creed, see. Grief Karga, whether it's, someone's got to go. Grief Karga would go way before Grogu does. I'm sorry. Even, even, even a Mayfield. I mean, fine. Like Mayfield's <laughs> one of those guys you're supposed to hate him. You can't hate him. You can't mm-hmm. hate Bill Burr. Bill Burr is Actually, a I, I love. I love Bill Burr. I, I, loved, I loved when he showed up last season. I was yeah, not expecting that. It was a shock. Was I was like, Bill Burr is in this show? Oh, oh he's one of my favorite comedians, and he's such an <laughs> asshole, but in a funny way. So yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, if he goes, I'll be upset. But I think you need that. And this is this wasn't the Empire moment yet. You need a death. You need a death of a beloved character. It will not be Grogu yet. It's not going to be uh, Grogu. It's not going to be Grogu yet. But you, you may have to kill off a grief cargo or uh 
I can see Kara. I can see Kara. I can see Kara Dune dying. Really? I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know. Like as, as, as like a sacrifice, like that. Type of thing. I could see that happening. Yeah. I. I don't. I mean, I still have my hopes for that Charlie Angels type series with Kara Dune and Ahsoka Tano and Bo Katan. That's a spinoff. <laughs> That's gonna happen. So that can't. That can't happen just yet, man. <laughs> we'll see. You know what, oh, Tommy? Also, I, we, we didn't. We didn't even talk about it. Um, every nerd in the world's head would explode. If he dies, because you just brought him back, you just gave him a purpose, you just yeah. gave him meat, a juicy, yeah. juicy part, and then they kill him, not this season. Well, Tommy's nope. other question, though, to answer Tommy's other question, though, this uh, speculated Boba Fett series, from what I understand, is they don't they didn't set an exact thing, but the belief is that it would be what happens with him after the Sarlacc pit. That's mm-hmm. been my anything I've read has suggested. That that's what now, it's going to be about. I, I think we talked about that because that would work only in a flashback type show. Mm. I don't want to watch him crawl out of Starlight and hang out in the desert for six years because guess what? That show's called Obi Wan, which we'll be getting in the following year. But, no, but yeah. hanging out in the desert for twenty years, waiting for Luke to get older and watching. But, but hold on, but hold on, but hold on though. So, but the from what I've seen though, the Boba Fett show is only supposed to be a mini series. So I think it would just I mean, be kind of like filling a blank series. No, but I mean, is that the other ones? There's no intention for a second season with that. It's supposed to just be like six episodes and just a very brief yeah. thing. There is zero intention on the second series, second season. Mandalorian. I think Obi Wan is gonna be. I think. Well, I know from what they're saying, it's gonna be called Kenobi. But I think Kenobi is supposed to have multiple seasons. It's not gonna be just a one off, and that's it. So that, that's what I mean by the term even miniseries. So from from what I've read, I don't think anyone's ever confirmed anything officially, but it's supposed to be him. It, it might work now because now we know he still has Slave One. So maybe he did leave. Exactly. And he, and he comes back for the armor and he's wanting to run. You know, the ship good. maybe we find out he has a history with Fennec. Maybe Fennec and him have worked together. Hmm. Perhaps I, I don't know. Maybe. I'm just throwing shit at the wall right now with that. But I would know. just like I would like it. I would if, if that was a flashback show. In other words, if he's in that Sarlacc and you see like it fucking explodes and his hand comes out, yeah. he gets out and he does that roll mm-hmm. over with the overhead shot and you see his face mm-hmm. and, and kind of like like shit. What did I get myself into? And yeah. then you flash back to maybe something him doing something badass back in the day. You come back to him again. You go back kind kind of that kind of. Thing. I think that would work. Okay, like Arrow, like kind of like Arrow a little bit was exactly. Okay, exactly. I can I can see that. Kind of like that. you you go back and forth where he's you know re- rebuilding his shit and getting his light. You know he's, he's got to be all messed up. We saw what his face looks like. Yeah, yeah. And just sort of like digests you for over a thousand years. You ah, the fact that he gets out is ridiculous in itself. So I would love to see that, and I would love to see okay. that scene. But if it flashed back, because it's true, he made a mistake. The first time he decides to compromise his beliefs, he died for it. He got killed. He got thrown into a Sarlacc for it because he mm-hmm. never would have done that for anybody. But Jabba offered him the right amount of money. I want you to stay here. I want you to be like my thing. And usually he would say, "Dude, fuck off. I'm going to do my own thing. I go. I go where I have to go. I don't. I don't follow anybody." He. The first mm-hmm. time he fucked up, it cost him a lot. So I'd like him to have that regretful moment. Like Tim, are, you, are you saying that Boba Fett sold out? Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm saying maybe he, he, maybe he, he was uh, he was he was yeah. too high he was too high on spice. That's true. Hey, was, let me tell you something. Maybe we ever... find out that he had a spice problem for like five years. 
He mentions, he, men- he mentions that in the episode, which is awesome. He mentioned it, yeah. yeah he's like, oh, he's like, they're back. He's like, I'll tell you one thing. The one thing I always defend the special edition changes. I'll defend most of them. I'll defend, if there's 100 of them, I'll defend 98 of them. Um, I'll name one you can't. The no. But the one I won't defend is Boba Fett macking on hot chicks in Jabba's palace, where he like touches her chin and yeah, was just, all- it was just a chin touch. It was he wasn't macking on not, her. That's not that's not chin touch. That's on. not Boba Fett. The real Boba Fett is when he's just standing there. When when they walked in, he was standing there. And the original I'm talking about, not no special edition. He stood there. When they walk in, he's still standing there. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing, his job. Not hitting on some Twi'lek green chick. I hated that. That's the part I hated the most about that special edition. What a Boba Fett. Just, you know, he, he got a little Captain Kirk in him. He just wanted to, you know, was trying to get And down. you know what? <laughs> and that's, why he, that's why he ends up at the bottom of the Sarlacc. He sold out, and he got, he got beat up for it. That could be the story. Like, I, I see Tommy's over here asking, you know, he went ahead and his scars tell a different story. Maybe we find out it's not just from the Sarlacc pit. Maybe we find yeah, out maybe. this whole that other thing. Cool. There's a you it'd got be, five be. years to play with, honestly. Yeah. You really yeah. do. So but like I, I said, I, now, now the big questions have to be answered because if he had his ship that whole time, he could have he could have left anytime. Why maybe wander? Right, wander Tatooine for six years. But maybe you know? he did. He he did go from um Tatooine that we know of. He went from Tatooine to Typhon. Right, I mean, he could have been all over the place. He could have been bounty hunting. I mean, exactly, exactly. Eric. That's he could have been. Eric, he's Boba Fett. He's not That's Lando. It. Lando can hang out with the chicks. Even Han can hang out with the chicks pre. Absolutely, Han can. Absolutely, not Boba Fett. Not Boba Fett. I'm sorry, not Boba Fett. How do you get? How do you like a guy with a helmet on? Right, you don't know what he looks like. Hey, no, listen. Last season, what was it? Uh, that episode <laughs> that Bryce Dallas Howard did with uh, you know, ATST or whatever. That, yeah, the chick was that, that chick was all she was all about Dinjarin. She was ready. She was like, she take wa- the helmet she, off. She, she she wanted she wanted to know the way. Exactly. Yeah, she exactly. Hey, she wanted to are, know the way. I can't believe the Redskins are winning. I'm sorry, I had to just put that out there. Are they? 2017 with two minutes to oh go. Oh my god. What they just scored a field goal. This is ridiculous. What's the wrong? This is not the way. <laughs> let's, get back to, let's get back to it. Who do you guys who do you Don't guys tell me think shit of? like that? <laughs> Who do you guys think uh, Grogu talk spoke to? Uh, that, that's, that's another major. That, 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 went on, that went on for like five minutes. Like he had a, at least he had yeah. a good five minute forced conversation there. I won't even begin to. I won't even begin to do it only because, like you said, there's. Well, I can't say so many possibilities, but there's, there's quite only, a few. There's really, only, there's technically only two. I think it's Ezra well, Ahsoka. That, that, said, I said that last week. Ahsoka didn't say there was not that many Jedi left. So that, that could yeah. be any amount of number. We don't know who survived. We don't know who else they're going to bring in. So it's, it's got to be Luke, Leia, Ezra. Um, who was the other one? Quidlun Voss. Didn't he survive? Well, you said at, at this point in time, I think he, you said he would be alive. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like five people right off the bat that he could – be talking to him, unless they're going to bring in someone but, new. But also, stop but saying also, Mace Windu. Mace Windu's dead. No, I, I don't think I don't. I don't want to see Mace Windu. I think Mace Windu. I don't want to see. He that. should be dead. He should be dead. But um, I I think I if you if you I don't think it's going to be because I think they're saving Ezra because I heard 
there's going to be a, a new animated, I don't know if it's going to be animated or not, but another show spinoff continuation of what happened in Rebels that Ahsoka is going to be in. That's why they introduced her in her own episode. So I think they're saving Ezra for that because Ezra communicating with the child when he's in the unknown regions, it doesn't, it, no, it, it doesn't connect. Why are you guys not making both? Right? Time and time because it's up. Exactly. You'll turn both Fett into a man whore. Listen, you might find out it's, he's it's, a pimp. It's, it's tough out there in the galaxy. The right outer, away. It's in the outer rim. Yeah, especially in the outer rim. Exactly. There's no man. love in the outer rim. So, so, I think, so, I, so I, like I was saying, I think Ezra, I don't think that's going to be it. Uh, by I'm the way, in interception, Red Seals just got the ball back already. They're going to uh, win the game. That's that's not good. Don't, don't don't give us these kind of things. The internet said Mace Windu. It's a lot. It's a popular. No, fan Tommy said Mace. Here. I thought Tommy said Mace Windu last week on here. He's dead. So, so <laughs> I, you, you know what? I think because this show, there's so much secrecy in the show. Actors obviously signed a whole bunch of NDAs. Um, Lucasfilm mm-hmm. will definitely not reveal it or tease it. And everyone wants to do it. We're, we're getting we're getting I, it right now. Everyone wants to I be think, on the show. I think Luke is going to be in the, in the last episode. Luke, I have. I think it's going to be Luke. I think it's going to be not for long. I, it's probably going to be like a cameo. No, is, don't do that again. No, 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 no. Look, look, look. I think no cameo to end the season. Like if it's a if it if the last shot of the of the eighth episode, which I believe is written by John Favreau, if it's if Luke shows up to either help or answer Grogu's call. Or, me- or message or communication, and that's the way the second season ends. Holy shit. And we get that going into season three. I think that's the only plausible thing. And I would I not be see, happy. And, Why would okay, I be I happy? Mean, it's fine. It's fine. But I'm just, I'm just thinking that about how uh, Force Awakens ended. Okay. It was, horrible, it was a horrible tease. Horrible tease. I actually like that. No, I liked first, it at I the liked time. It. But then once you saw how he was in Last Jedi, I was like, uh Yeah, okay, but you well, know that that wouldn't be fumbled just, this time around. Of course. They're they're they not, not this could this is a different this is a different medium. Exactly. Tommy talking. Tommy led the question. Gil, since you're since you believe it's gonna be Luke, do you think it's a recasting like a Sebastian Stan, or do you think it's DH has, has, Mark Sebastian, Hamill? has Sebastian Stan posted anything on social media in a while? Uh, I don't, so, right? don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. If if anything, I know, he's, probably I know, be... I know he's been filming. I know he's been finishing up filming uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's been in post production for a, a minute though now. So so if he so could... if he's done, if he's done, because remember they filmed this. They a while ago. everything is season, everything in season two has already been done. Yeah. So he could he could have gone to L.A. for a day or two and because look, nobody thought that Ahsoka Tano live action would work, but they did it mm-hmm. by. Because if you actually, because I didn't think about it at first, but when you look at Rosario Dawson, she does look like an older Ahsoka, which yeah. which is what I liked. Mm-hmm. And Luke, you know, with Sebastian Stan, he doesn't look exactly like Mark Hamill, but you can make it up. You can, you know, make it up. He and, looks close enough to me to, to be yeah. a, a younger Mark Hamill. Because remember, if it's, if it's going to be Luke, it's going to be Luke, Jedi Master in his prime, yeah. black suit, going around, you know, because at, at, during this time, for those of you who don't know, um, I think Battlefront 2, which I have that, that story mode references it, that he's basically going around collecting different um, Jedi and Sith artifacts. Not mm-hmm. necessarily fighting people, but just kind of exploring and doing things. So he has plenty of time to have forced conversations 
with little baby Yoda children if it happens. So it's not like he's busy somewhere. This is way before, you know, he has his exile. Because I don't, I don't even think Ben is born yet at this point. Because this is only five years. This is that, that's yeah. maybe another five or ten years. So, yeah. um, so he that if he shows up, I think it's fine. And I don't think it would retroactively do anything to the sequel trilogy because it's too no. long of a separation. Yeah. And I think too, it's I think also maybe they want to do it because they want to apologize or maybe kind of say, hey, look, this is that I get. This that I get. The, this is the yeah. Luke you wanted to see, so here it is. Like if he just comes in and just kills Moff Gideon and just you know helps Din, you know helps Din. Like you know, uh, I think I think Din, regardless, is going to keep the child going forward. Yeah. But like I said, I think if Luke just shows up and just beats badass for like ten minutes, and we get like a Vader esque sequence with Luke, that would be fine. The child, that would, that would be fine. That would be amazing. I think that, that would be fine. Be. And he, if if he doesn't show up again, fine. But I think to end the season, that would be awesome. Because, it's like possible. I said, I'm thinking there's no one, there's no other major Jedi that are alive. It's only him. Ezra's in the unknown regions. That's it. Like, who else is going to be there? It's not Mace Windu. Tommy. It's not Mace Windu. Not. Mace Windu got he broke his he his arm was torn off. He was electrocuted. Like not not for a second. For like five minutes, he was heavily electrocuted. Unless someone actually building. caught him. Like a ship was going by and he landed he on a ship. Died like, anyway. like back he would have died anyway. Like, like Back to the Future too, still. Like he just kind of <laughs> drops in there. Like no, like uh, like Last Action Hero. He just happens to fall into the backseat. What are you doing? Yes. I don't know. I just yes. fell in the backseat of the speeder. What are you doing? Well, well I'm gonna take you home with me. Okay, let's go. Okay. And Mason has been hanging out for thirty years, just armless, doing nothing. No, but let me let me Tommy real quick. I'm gonna tell you why I don't want him back. Samuel L. Jackson, one of the greatest actors of all time. You cannot find a bad job that he did in a movie except in the Star Wars series. He was god-awful. He is not a Jedi. He should have been any other character, and he, he would have been fine. I, I think he was a terrible Lucas. Jedi. That, terrible Jedi. You can, use, you can cloud that same argument with, like, 20 characters in the prequels. Because he's not Maybe. a film director. He doesn't, he's he's not, he's not a, he doesn't like actors. Yeah, but he's George not Lucas a. George uh, Lucas is not a director, like a real director. But that's he's, not he's, that's not Samuel Jackson. He's not a peaceful, at peace Jedi. He's that's not him. Well, Mace wasn't necessarily a peaceful Jedi. He used, no, he was a dick. He used no. He used um. Uh, I I I forget the name of the of the the fighting style that he uses, but it's very Terakashi. Like, yeah, he he taps into the dark side. So it's it's very it's not he's not necessarily a goody two shoe Jedi. Like he's yeah, a he's little a dark, bitch. which I've always liked. He's a bitch, and Qui Gon was a hippie. Come on, let's get on with this crap. All right, so all right, you have your prediction, Ed. We you have your predictions. Any predictions for the last two episodes? Uh, I told you last week. I, I think we're getting the Avengers style team up from everybody. Uh, I personally think it's going to be Ezra Bridger because I think they're trying to bring in characters from Rebels and Clone Wars to the live action universe to introduce them into it. I also I mean, believe. I also wanted to say too, if that happens, I'm fine with that. But I'm just yeah. saying, I think it's gonna. No, be no, really no, it's cool. fine. It's, yeah. No, and guess what? G, if if it turns out to be Luke, I will lose my shit, and I will be fucking absolutely hysterical. But I'm just trying to say, if I'm gonna, if I was putting money on this, I would think that's gonna be Ezra Bridger. Grand Admiral Thrawn was already mentioned, and then uh, that whole thing. And I know they 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 vanished at the end of Rebels and all of this. So the question is, what exactly is going on with it? I think that's where they're gonna pick this up. I also think we're going to see Ahsoka Tano again. I think I, that's. I think we're going to see Ahsoka, Bo Katan, all of them are going to all team up and 
It's going to be bananas. Maybe Rogu does the circles instead of Doctor Strange, and people start popping out. <laughs> Who knows? It, it could be crazy. Listen, maybe we'll get crazier. Maybe Mace Windu is in this. And guess what? Maybe maybe Falcon is playing Mace Windu. <laughs> Anthony Mackie might as well be Mace Windu. Let's go. Let's go all in. And he could just tell Din Djarin, I'm on your left. And he comes in and let, let's go. No, that's none of that's happening. That's ridiculous. It sounds like the, it sounds like the filibuster. <laughs> Pat, Pat, Patton, Patton Oswald's filibuster. <laughs> yeah. From Parks and Rec. So no, 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 no. All, in all seriousness, though, I think and it then is Thanos be... invades the Star Wars universe because <laughs> yeah. exactly. he has the gauntlet. He has the Boba Fett. Boba Fett comes out of the Sarlacc pit. That was great. And yo, he did that for like 30 minutes on his own, by the way. If you ever seen that behind the scenes. Yeah, I saw that one. That's they said they said just like go, just ramble. He went like an hour, just rambled, and they, they just filmed it and let him talk. It was ridiculous. It's probably one yeah. of the greatest things ever. No, I, I uh, think we're getting Ezra Bridger. I think that's who's communicated. I think we see Ahsoka again. Huge battle in the last episode. Um, where do you think the, they're gonna go for the for this battle? Think, yeah, where do you think uh, where do you think uh, Moth is going? Uh, man. That's a good question. Well, they remember they, base. I know, I know, he's meeting with a Doctor Pershing. Yeah, he sends a message him that they have to let them know that they have yeah. the child. So I think that's what we're going to get more of in the episode of a focus on what's going on with that. We'll probably get some Mando still getting his team together, and then last episode, bananas, you know, battle that goes on, and it's just some wild shit. Do you guys want to see? Do you guys want to see uh, Grogu talk? No, not yet. No, no, you can keep though. this. You can keep this gimmick going a little bit further. I, I think it's fine with the way he's. You think you think next season he's gonna like grow a little taller, like kind of do like well, a teenage group type of thing. I hope so. Let him stay the way he is. he's fifty years old already. How he much does age much? really slow? It is true. What if, I, what I, if what if you find out that Grogu speaks perfect basic and Yoda's just an idiot for speaking the way he speaks? Maybe, maybe it's possible. That would be funny. I think they should dive into that. That's exactly why Yoda is speaking the way he is, and then we'll we'll find out a lot more. Grogu's voice, Sam Elliott. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, I think Anthony Mackie has Mace Windu just became oh so much God. more believable. <laughs> All right, Eddie, did we did we miss any Easter eggs? I don't think we did. I think we got, we hit uh, we hit everything, didn't we? I I don't have anything. I I think that's the Boba had the we got the Boba Boba had a, stuff. Yeah, we uh, had the Gaffy stick. Yeah, Gaffy I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. All right. So I guess we get to wrap it up for this week. And I said at four, three a.m. Friday, three a.m. Friday. I will be up. God bless you guys because I I can't. <laughs> I only I only do that because one I'm super excited for the show, but also spoilers because Twitter has no cap, so Twitter is already like at three. I've I've done it before. Yeah. At the same time, like, literally it'd be like at three thirty. The episode's not even over yet. There's already spoilers on Twitter. I'm like, God, yeah. are you going? What are you guys doing? That. I stay pretty what clear on social media on the yeah, Friday morning. So, because I actually have some stuff to do, run into the office and stuff. So, I'm pretty occupied. Well, the only reason I can do it is because my building is empty because we're moving. Yeah. And there's nobody in my building. So, I can literally go to work and go to sleep for three hours and no one will bother me. So, that's yeah. why that's the only reason I can do it. If I had to work a normal full day, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. But screw no. it. I got to get up at 8 30. I, I can't do the 3 a.m. till 4 a.m. and then go back to bed. It's no. Sorry. All right, so we all, have our, we all have our predictions. Well, my prediction? Go for pain. it. Pain. All right. Pain. That's <laughs> pain. it. Pain. Pain and suffering. For the for Grogu. For Grogu. That's no, a not year, yet. That's a year not, yet. not yet. Dude, how great would it be if Grogu went Sith? Ooh, 
my god, that would be awesome. <laughs> I would like that. That would be cool. Dark, dark side Grogu. Yeah. Versus Luke. See, now we're getting crazy. Now we're, oh, fil- now we're, fil- Tim, now we're Tim, filibustering. Tim wants Grogu to be ripped apart like uh, Wolverine by the Hulk. And he wants no, I, 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 just, I just don't want it to be the teddy bear picnic. Like, like the Jedi. I want bad things have to happen in order for the good things to be better. You can't just have good, 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 good. You gotta have a, You gotta have a couple of really nasty bad things happen in the middle. That's all. And Dave, that's all I mean. And Dave Filoni and John Favreau, I trust. I do. Exactly. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. If if they said we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a Greedo show, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking in. Yeah. I want to see Young Greedo. I'll watch all ten episodes of Young Greedo. No problem. <laughs> I don't care what he want to do. Whatever they want to do, I'm in. I'm all for it. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, we have to get this game in. Freaking Steelers lost to the Redskins. Just when the Giants win and could take a stranglehold of the NFC East, Steelers got to lose their first game of the year. Thanks. Yep. Uh, all right. That's that's all another. That's a Thursday show. Uh, yep. Speaking of other shows, tomorrow night the Just Too Sweet show. We got a little bit of an announcement. We're going to make. Well, I'm going to make. Uh, I have, have no our idea first, what it is. We're going to have our first special guest. You know about it. We, you were on the chat before. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It's been confirmed. Wow. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna have our first awesome guest of the Very show, nice. and it's cool. It's a cool. It's a cool guest. We'll put Ray it that Tra- way. Ray Trailer's sister. It is not Ray Trailer's sister. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm out. I tried. Never mind. If I can get Ray Trailer's sister, Ed, just for you, I will get her. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I don't even know if he has sister. Uh, Wednesday, put it in the books. Thursday, uh, the We Stomped You Out show for your first place, New York Giants. Uh, I know Jader and Kyle are trying to come back this week. I don't know exactly when. Uh, I don't know if four quarters should also be back this week. Yeah, uh, a line, I think, is back from his birthday week in Orlando. Eric, you should be very happy. He's probably all tan for you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, those are the shows for the week. Make sure you watch. Make sure you share them out. Make sure you like us on all our social media nonsense. And uh, this is the way. Ed, any final words? This is the way. This is the way. That's it. That's all I got for you. And I, I'm waiting for that show to happen. I, I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> Bert, I want to thank you for joining us this week. Our very Always. special guest. You got any You got any parting words thank before you. we go? This is the way. It is the way. 3 a.m. Yeah, put on a mask. It's true. And you, put on a helmet. Put on a helmet. It, work, it, it works I just as much. Don't take it off. There's no COVID in Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. Be like the Mandalorian. Do not take your helmet off or your mask. And off. also, guys, don't forget the A to Z show is also this week. Also, I think. Eric, I, you, I, I, I apologize. It's a new show. I completely forgot. A to Z show. You're right, Bert. I'm going to take shit for that one, Bert. You just, <laughs> you, you just, you just threw me under the proverbial bus on I that mean, one. Like, I just did it because you know, okay. You know, we got. <laughs> but it's all right. It's a team. It's a team. You know. What I'm saying? You are right. You are right. He has. He's having. He has a special guest too this week. Uh, make sure you check that out. That's Wednesday, Thursday. And I'm all confused with all the shows now, so I have no idea. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Mando Monday. Take care.